The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It is Tuesday, December 27th. And yes, even in the last week of the year, Mark and I are here for you. We are answering your financial questions. And I know a lot of you, you're just listening and it's sort of passive. But if you're nervous and you sort of feel like you want to ask us a question, but you're kind of scared, don't be so nervous. It's very easy. All you need to do is go to jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button, let us know if you'd be willing to come on the air. And uh, while you're on the website, don't forget, we've got all sorts of fun things like the free weekly newsletter comes out every Friday. Like you can order my new book. It's coming out in just a few weeks, The Great Money Reset. And uh, you can also just see all the great stuff that Mark does, which uh, I keep him busy and he keeps me busy. Today, we are talking to Sam, who's on the line from Philadelphia. Sam, what brings you to our airwaves today? So I have two questions. Um, one is just kind of about whether we're, kind of, we're on track for our retirement savings. And the other question is about saving or where to put money for our toddler. Okay. So you said there's a we. So um, how old are the we? You and a partner, and are you actually uh, married or are you just living together in sin? <laughs> we are married. I am 32. He is 33. And we have a three-year-old son. How much do you guys earn? Uh, just about 160 a year. And are you putting money into a retirement plan? Yes. So we put money into our 403Bs. And then we also contribute to Roth IRAs. Great. Are you working for like a school system or a hospital system? And more importantly, do you have a pension that's available to you? So we both work for health systems. Um, neither of us have pensions at the moment, but my husband actually just made the cutoff for a small pension from a previous employer. So that they said would be $300 a month when he qualifies for that. So in the 403B, how much are you putting in and how much are you putting into your Roths? So we contribute up to the match for both of the 403Bs. Um, so my husband ends up putting in 
just so that's kind of a weird situation. So he puts in right now just about $1,100 a year, but then he also gets a lump sum $3,000 contribution from his employer at the end of each calendar year. And then I put Mm. in just about $3,400 a year and the match adds $1,700. Great. And then you're putting in six grand or whatever the limit is for the Roth $6,500. So I put in twenty four hundred a year for the Roth, my Roth, and then he puts in three thousand dollars a year. Do you own a home, or are you renting right now? We own a home. We owe about two hundred and forty thousand dollars on the mortgage, um, and it's worth about three seventy five, and the interest rate is about two point nine nine. We refinanced mm-hmm. when everything was really low. So you're putting money, a few thousand dollars each into your 403Bs and 24, like about, you know, 6,000 in your Roths and you own a home and you live your life. How's your cash flow right now? Do you feel like you've got extra money beyond what you're putting into retirement? No, at this point, we're kind of even with what we're putting into retirement and then our expenses. So what's the what's the um, the other asset savings? Do you have money in, say, or an emergency reserve? Do you have any money that maybe a family member started for your son for college? What what else do you have? So we had a few expenses, big expenses with the house this last year. So we're trying to rebuild our emergency savings. Uh, we have about five thousand in cash in savings, and then. Nothing that we know of set aside for our son from other family members and then just what's in our retirement accounts. You know, look, I think you guys are doing a very good job in terms of staying on track, as you said, like putting money into retirement and, you know, making sure your home is the way you want it to be. But, you know, I'm not sure there's much more for you to do in terms of, you know, slowly rebuild those emergency reserves You know, I'm not entirely, I don't know, Mark, do you think that it would be better for them to just build up the emergency reserves and then max out Roth IRAs and then start doing saving for their son? What's your opinion on that? I think the son should come last. Uh, Yeah, get the emergency reserve up to where it needs to be. I I would probably focus a little bit more on their own retirement. And then, you know, they're young. They're going to get raises here along the way, I'm assuming. And, you know, once that happens and the cash flow gets a little bit better, then I think they can focus on saving for college and using a 529 plan. And I wouldn't even worry so much about the 529 plan. I mean, it's nice to have that as a consideration. But, you know, listen, I'm going to be blunt in this. When families and households are making $160,000 a year, It is very difficult to put any significant amount of money into a 529 plan if you're also going to try to save for retirement. I mean, it really is. And and that may seem crazy, but gang, this is like the reality of where we are. You know, I, I just feel like if we get your financial foundation beefed up, that's more important and it will give you more peace of mind. Like if you said, hey, I know that we've got money going into retirement and our emergency reserve funds are now, you know, like we have 25 grand in there, not five grand. Sure, you can like help your son out in in college later on. But like, you know, it seems to me that getting yourselves on track for retirement is a more important priority than starting to figure out how you're going to manage your son's education. And do you think you're going to have another child? No. 
So the one thing that the one question that I had about our son is he is autistic. So the future is kind of a little uncertain as far as if he's going to go to college or not. We have family members who give money towards what they would say are um, for college funds. And we're just kind of questioning where where's the best place to put that money. Okay, if you have money that comes in from a family member and you, you know, theoretically, you know, you you have a son who's been diagnosed with autism or on the spectrum and you want to figure this out, I'm not so sure I would actually open a 529 plan in that case. I might keep those assets in your name because if your son needs any sort of assistance, assets in his name would be counted against him in getting help. In other words, even if, you know, if he's the kind of kid who could go to college or some sort of school, the money that's in his name would have a, have a different weight than money that's in your name when it comes to getting financial aid of some sort. So in some respects, the money that you get from family should be kind of part of the the Sam and and husband and kid, like the household money. Number one would be build up emergency reserve. Number two is max out Roth IRAs. And then number three, I would then say is open a brokerage account. That way you have money in the brokerage account, which is available to help your son wherever, whatever kind of educational needs he has. And um, and also it's available for you as almost like a supplemental retirement. But I think that's about what you should be doing. And that would put, I think that puts your family on track to better support yourselves and also your son. We obviously don't know anything about the uh, severity of the diagnosis, but I, I think at some point they need to talk to a, uh, a state attorney. Right. Because, uh, Sam, do you have estate documents? We're in the midst of getting all of that together now. Okay. So, when that, which is good. I think Mark is right because um, I don't know about, again, the severity of, you know, his diagnosis. However, it may be that when you meet with an estate attorney and you really start getting this together, that the estate attorney might say, hey, you know what? You need a special needs trust for this kid. That would be an aspect of this. And you may not even know right now, right? Because today it might be you have this diagnosis, but in three years, things can change. So I would definitely follow the lead of an estate attorney. And, you know, you probably both, do you have life insurance? Yes. How much? We each have 750000 from um, a private policy, and then we get around 300000 from work. Okay. That's great. I think that's good. I think that's probably like your marching orders right now. I don't think there's much more than this. I think that don't make extra payments on your mortgage. I do think that having like a like three-pronged goals, one emergency reserves, two maxing out your Roth, three brokerage account, that'll keep you on track. And by the way, how much money do you have in retirement savings so far? Um, between the 403Bs and the Roth, we have about 160 that's great. And you're young. I think you're good. You got your marching orders. You got them. You feel good about it. I mean, it's very, I think it was probably intuitive. Like you you already were building up your emergency reserves. The only thing that we're suggesting is we want you to max out your Roth IRAs before you start thinking about education stuff for the kiddo. Yeah. Do you think that it makes sense to put the money that we get for him in the Roth? Let's just call it a dollar in is a dollar for the household. I know that you're getting it for quote unquote him, but you are him at this point. He's so young. So I would say, again, money comes in. If someone says, here's $10,000 for Jimmy, 
the first thing you do is satisfy that emergency reserve. You guys have to have six months of your expenses in an emergency reserve fund. Once you've done that, if they are still giving you another 10,000, then yeah, you're maxing out your Roth IRAs. And once beyond that, you're then putting in the brokerage account. Well, that's it. That's the program. Thanks so much for joining us. If you, like Sam, want to join us on the air, all you need to do is go to jillonmoney.com, click the Contact Us button. And uh, okay, yeah, we're winding through the end of the year. But if you're looking at New Year's resolutions and you need some help, you need a nudge, you need some encouragement, just let us know. We're here for you. Okay? Do something nice for someone else today. Grit, growth, grace. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow. 